0: The college football experience. Brian Harson at Auburn and surprise teams for a 2022 episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and now New York. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game, plus a 100% instant deposit match at thrivefantasy.com. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as fifteen thousand dollars with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com/sgpn. That's Better Fantasy B-E-T-T-O-R Fantasy.com/sgpn. And of course we're brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app is live. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. Uh, You'll get access to all of our picks and podcasts. And remember to enter the free super bowl props contest for your own chance to win $100,000. So grab that app today and let it ride.
1: Hey, what's up you degenerate gamblers. This is bill
0: Burr and you're listening to S G P N let it ride baby. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Brian Harson at Auburn and uh, surprise teams of 2022. My name is Colby swinging database. Danny Cape pick done <uncommon> D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price. But no one touches Dundee. Ho, 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 ho Auburn University getting crazy again. I mean, every fucking I feel like every coach. Why even? I mean, we just do we even do an episode on this? Do we gotta talk about it? I don't <laughs> know, but look, I'm joined by my co-host, former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, how are you, pal? I mean, look, I know we got surprise teams you want to talk about, but mm, there's a gigantic dumpster fire going on. And I think, I think unjustly, Brian Harson <laughs> was hired to be Auburn's head coach, what, mm, uh, 13 months ago, probably? Thereabouts. <laughs> maybe 14. Um, And it seems like, it seems like he's on, he's on the way out here. Uh, I mean, it seems like Auburn's looking for a reason to be able to fire him and not pay him the $20 million that they owe him, Um, which is hilarious because I believe they sent Gus Malzahn. They had to buy him out for $20 million. So you're potentially talking if they can't find a technicality which, you know, I'm sure they might be able to, but it's Auburn. So they would spend $40 million on, on, on two different coaches uh, over two years. Uh, and you wonder why we, why there's outrage on the sport about paying players, Patty C. Um, but then you have just the irony of their basketball program <laughs> and the fact that it's Auburn, the school with a checkered past, <laughs> Yeah. Looking I mean, for dirt. Normally they're trying to avoid people looking for dirt. The, <laughs> the irony is they are now looking for dirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. What do you make of this? Brian Harson went six and seven in year one. Almost beat Alabama. If Tank Bigsby doesn't go out of bounds, uh they beat Alabama. Um he lost.
1: Or if he does go, yeah. If yeah. He does go out of bounds.
0: No, he won out oh, of yeah. bounds. Let me get That's this straight though. They lost one, uh, two, three, four games by a score or less. So very close to being uh, 10 and three on the season. I think this is just absolutely fucking bad shit, crazy. I mean, how crazy is this right here? This is, this I is, I mean, this was one of those that like right off the top
1: and Auburn's one of these schools that wants the proverbial culture fit. Um, And I mean, it kind of has the same feel of like rich Rodriguez at uh, Michigan where it's like the guy is improving, you know, he he's doing decently. It's just, they, they don't want him because he doesn't fit what the, the university sees themselves as. And for Auburn it's, it's Southern it's sec and he's not, you know, sec blood, you know, but they had Malzahn, they had Taberville, they had Bowden, you know, all these. SCC types in the past, even Chiswick has a little bit of that feel to him, but Harsons this, you know, uh, presumably Mormon, maybe a uh, guy from Boise in the Northwest. And they just say, Hey, this guy isn't us. And if the, at the first sign of like uh, adversity, they're, they're going to turn, turn on him, and they have.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's only been there one year. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like if you were to gauge, I mean, I just lost a, a lock on, on Memphis man, brutal. Absolutely brutal. Too late, <laughs> misses a layup. Uh, anyway, uh I mean if you were look at if you were to look at some of the most successful coaches ever, um let me just uh, let me just give you I'm I'm pu- quickly pulling up some right now. Okay, so Saban. Um Saban year one. Let's just Let's just look at this here. Where the fuck is this coaching record? Okay, year one at Michigan State, he was six, five, and one, right? Yeah. And you by the way, year two, he was six and six, right?
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, um at LSU he was eight and four. Um and at Bama, he was twelve and two. So, yes, okay. At Bama, he was twelve and two. They did lose to a group of five in the bowl game, though. But uh, was Saban's first year at Bama? Yeah. Oh wait, no, he was like 6 and 6. Oh yeah, he was 6 and 6. Why why is Wikipedia not You're right. You're right. He was 6 and 6. So yeah. that, that that's perfect example right there, but then There if, you go. Nick Saban went 6 and 6 in his first year at
1: Auburn, but no, Apparently no going no, six no no and no, six no no. no, no at, year at, get you fired.
0: at Alabama. Uh, at Alabama, yeah. sorry.
1: Don't mean to make that mistake there, but uh yeah. You know, within the same state, within the same conference, the greatest coach of all time maybe, uh probably you know, started his career six and six, but Auburn, that's just unacceptable. We don't, we don't do that in our first year at Auburn.
0: How about this? Bob Stoops first year at Oklahoma, seven and five. Yeah. (laughs) I mean the
1: guy pretty much should have beaten the number one team in the country on the last game of the season.
0: (laughs) I just find this so ridiculous. Um, Let let me look at uh, Kirk Ferentz first year at, at Iowa. I mean like I said yeah he should have beat Alabama should have beat Alabama his first season um, yeah Kirk Ferentz was 1 in 10 in his first year at Iowa I know that that was a uh, he walked into a bad scenario but still 1 in 10 and then 3 and 9 and then it all of a sudden he started winning every fucking year um, this is just the most ridiculous thing I mean it, it makes me hate you know I kind of always liked Auburn it makes me hate them
1: I mean especially when you consider the quality of the Opponent they lost to, at Penn State, okay, against Georgia, who won the national championship, at A and uh, you know, and at Alabama, or no, hosting Alabama. Still, four of those teams are almost national championship level or playoff level close, you know. So, so, so,
0: so by Auburn standards, Nick Saban would have got fired at Alabama. Bob Stoops might have got fired at Oklahoma. Ferrance definitely would have got fired at Iowa. I'm looking at uh, okay Spurrier's first year at Florida. He did go nine and two, nine and two. So there's one on their side. But his first year at South Carolina, guess what he did? Seven and five. So pretty much the same as what Harson did, and Harson resides also, in
1: the SEC West. Spurrier wasn't walking into the yeah SEC West of today. You know, this is one of the hardest divisions, if not the hardest in all of football. Like he had a tough first year. It wasn't that much worse than the guy you gave, you know, however many years to in Malzahn, going seven and five. You know,
0: it's just batshit crazy. I mean, it makes me. And the and what's more hilarious is Bruce Pearl's their basketball coach, (laughs) and they just (laughs) extended him. Great, it's just Harson's too dirty, but uh, Bruce Pearl is perfectly clean. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're 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 searching for dirt on Harson. He seems like it's a clean he he's a, he runs a clean program. They're just like well, especially I, That's probably their in problem. In the news. <laughs> pro- yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. He's not dirty enough.
0: Say like, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You had a bad recruiting class? You didn't you didn't what? You didn't cheat? What the <laughs> fuck? Fire him. Fire him. Get him out of here. <laughs> oh man. But with the NIL cheating's legal, it just makes no sense. Um now you start to understand why perhaps, you know, Austin Davis, the offensive coordinator for 2 weeks left now you might understand why Derek Mason took a $400,000 pay cut to leave Auburn to go to Oklahoma state. It's, yeah, it's about a half a million I mean, dollars.
1: Yeah. Look, I mean, when the coach has the uphill battle, maybe there's something to it and maybe, you know, maybe the tide is just, maybe if the fan base would get behind him something, I mean, I feel like that was the case with Fuente at Virginia tech. Now, did he, you know, finally Peter out and not have what it takes to win. Yes, but I think that was like uh, an attrition situation where you know if he had if he had had early success, he could have maintained it to to a much higher degree. But you know he started out with resistance. You know everyone was still attached to Beamer and and Foster and all that. And uh, and look, he never got support, and it was hard for him to win. And I think Harson, unless they figure, or unless they're able to give him support, it's the same thing there. Like you kind
0: of. Need that support to win, and and hold on. You brought up a good point too. Like Frank Beamer, let's see what he did in year one at Virginia Tech. What do you think he did?
1: Oh, they sucked for like his first seven years or something, right? Yeah, well, it's like Bill, it's like Bill
0: McCartney at Colorado. Yeah, so uh, two and nine year one, three and eight year two, six four and one year three, six and five year four, five and six year six, year seven two and eight, uh, or two eight and one I should say. And then he got it they got it together. Same with Bill McCartney at Colorado. If you go back and look, you know, it took him to back to back national championships, but if they didn't have the patience the first four years of losing seasons, um, they wouldn't never been anywhere sniffing that. So I just think yeah. this is unfucking believable. I think I mean it's it's a sh- it makes me hate Auburn. It does. It truly I mean who they beat.
1: Hey, uh on top of who they lose to you know, which were really good teams. They beat LSU, who's won a national championship in the, the last year. Their
0: first week. time beating LSU and Baton Rouge in 20 fucking years. <laughs> Not good enough.
1: Uh, went to Fayetteville, got a win against the team that finished with what, eight or nine wins this year. Beat Ole Miss, who finished with what, 10, 11 wins this yeah, year?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, come on, took, man. Took the team to the national championship to what, four overtimes? Uh. Is that who's that? Uh, Alabama oh, uh, that went to the national championship. They took them to four overtimes, right? Who? Ole Miss? No, I'm saying Auburn took Alabama oh, to four Alabama, overtimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it
1: was, uh, yeah, four OTs. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah,
0: just an unbelievable. Just uh, I, it's unbelievable that uh, I don't know what they're thinking. And let's look at it this year. So if they can't find a way to fire him, you know they're going to just buy time to fire him. But what happens if he has a great year? <laughs> They don't have an away game until October eighth, by the way.
1: Uh, that that's helpful on the old schedule. That's pathetic um, for the sport, but All right, it so, is what it so is. So
0: Mercer week one in Jordan yep. Hare. That's a win, right? That's a win. Yeah. San Jose State week two. That's a win. Penn State week three. Penn State coming down to Auburn ain't gonna
1: get it done. That's uh, it's three and zero. Oh. Then they're home to Missouri. Four and home to LSU, and
0: LSU. Who's
1: uh, who's at LSU right now?
0: Like quarterback uh, Kelly? Ones? yeah, Brian Kelly. Come on, you, it might you, be too early you for him. Fucking there, CTE over there. <laughs> I know, um, right? uh,
1: I mean, they could easily be five and O
0: going to Athens. Yeah, and then at Georgia, followed by at Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss isn't gonna. They don't have what's his name, Dylan. Uh, not Dylan Gabriel, but uh, the other quarterback is Cor- like a Matt, Matt, Matt Corral, Corral. Yeah, uh, they do have Jackson Dart, the USC transfer coming in. But I don't know. Then you get a bye week. Then home. I
1: bet up. they have two losses by the time they get out of that first uh, seven game stretch.
0: Okay, then they so get five, a bi- But then they get a bye week. They host Arkansas.
1: They should win that six. I mean, they could. Yeah,
0: uh, at Mississippi
1: State. Uh They could win. let say that. they get one and one in that in that stretch. Okay,
0: then home to AM.
1: Oh, that's a tough one.
0: They could, but beat they it. could win that. Yeah, home to Western Kentucky, and then at Bama. this team could go like ten and two next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean, they did have road games at both of the national title uh contenders. Yeah, uh, well, well, look, I don't expect them to go ten and two because I don't really think Zach Calzada was some type of great get in the transfer portal. Um, I don't know what this team will have, you know, a bunch of players transferred out, maybe that led to some of their uh, decision-making or well against this
1: schedule. What, what is a reasonable expectation given their talent level? And it's not like Harson has failed in bringing in talent in his one year. You know, he hasn't had that uh, big of an impact on their talent level. I, I wouldn't imagine, uh, I, I would imagine they're, they're a top 15 recruiting program under him. And just like they have been. You know, under the previous coaches, so with a you know say top ten to fifteen level talent, you're probably going to lose three or four games against this schedule every year. If you're and you know if that's the expectation, eight and four realistically, then if he if he achieves that, then they should be okay with that.
0: You well, know. Well, apparently, like they wanted Kevin Steele, the boosters did, and then they got the AD wanted uh, you know to do his own search. They get Harson. Kevin Steele's the new deed so my question is is what coach would want to come here? If you know you have that, let's say they get harson out. Who wants to come there?: Yeah, I mean, I
1: bet there's a bunch of SEC heads that you know would get the kind of support that they want. It's, I don't think Auburn would necessarily not support any coach. I'm I just saying you,
0: if you know you, you could potentially go six and six or seven and five and get fired.
1: Yeah, I mean Auburn is like your 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 prototype SEC delusional fan base. Uh, What Chizik win a national championship and two years later he got fired. Yeah, or the following year he got. Tuberville had
0: some success and 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 Tuberville and then all of a sudden fired. Yeah, Um, he beat Alabama. What six six years in a row? (laughs) Yeah, unbelievable, unfucking believable. Um, I I mean this is going to be something to monitor. But and and here's another thing is Oklahoma. Oklahoma and Texas are on the verge of joining the SEC. So I'll put it like this if they don't, if they don't have, uh, if they don't, uh, let's say they buy another year of Harson because they can't afford to buy him out, then, then you're sitting there saying, well, you know, your, your next coach that's two years bad recruiting, I doubt recruits are going to want to know, want to go there if they know Harson's leaving. Now, there is the transfer portal. So maybe they'll be willing to take more of a shot on that. But, um I'm saying like you have these other schools coming in. The, there's a chance that Auburn's like a fucking terrible pro- Some of th- it's like you said, some of these teams have to lose games. Yeah. Right? I mean, this reeks
1: of USC. And what did they just do? No one ever thought after what USC had done, you know, over the last twenty years that a four and eight record in Los Angeles was possible. And yet they had it. You know, they yeah. had 2. a five and 0.
0: seven, right? They had two two
1: Yeah, two clunkers yeah. in a row. Yeah. Is that what Auburn's gonna be looking at if they don't like get this figured out? Now, you know, USC did just go out and get uh, fucking uh, Lincoln Riley. So maybe you just keep doing the coaching carousel to you get the all star coach. Yeah, but it's
0: appealing to go to USC when the, the competition like you're in the SEC West and to me, like I think it's hard to go six and six at USC. You have to be pretty shitty of a coach. Whereas yeah. like, I think you can be a very good coach at Auburn and go six and six.
1: That's true. There's a reason why Lincoln Riley just left Oklahoma to go to USC. It's because he didn't want to be in the sec. He wanted to be in the yeah. pac 12
0: and, and Southern California, I'm sure had something to do with yeah, it, but a little bit, uh, yeah. uh well, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch this thing shake out because I feel bad for, I mean, I guess I don't feel that bad for Brian Harson because he's making, like I said, he's making a bunch of money on this, but, uh, I don't know. I just, I think it's crazy. They, they were trying to smear his fucking name coming up with bullshit. I don't know. It just seems like the the most crazy scenario and only Auburn or Texas, I feel like, and I guess maybe USC.
1: how many sec West coaches uh, or schools have had some kind of scandal or have dragged their uh, coach's name through the mud in recent history. Uh, Ole Miss. Yes. Um,
0: Uh, Well, I mean, I remember Mississippi state, Jackie Sherrill, did he get a little uh, in the 90s, yeah. Um, he got dragged? I'll yeah. say last 20
1: 15 20 years. LSU, Ole oh, Miss, Hugh Freeze. uh LSU, Florida uh, Well, Florida's SEC East, but yes, of yeah. course. Um then uh and I don't think someone got dragged or anything, so they're, they're they're fine. Um um who else? I feel like there's less more. miles,
0: less miles.
1: Yeah, less miles yeah. got dragged. So I mean, LSU—it's almost a, a guarantee you're going to get dragged by that fan base at some point. I feel like Auburn's pretty similar. Any anytime you're just nipping at Alabama's heels and you can taste it—you're so close, you can taste it. They want you to cheat. They want you to like you know. Well, now, that but extra. now
0: it's legal. It makes no sense. Makes yeah. no fucking sense. Um, I got. Let me ask you this, Colt:
1: Urban Meyer at Auburn—is <laughs> that the match that needs to happen?
0: I would love to see that.
1: I would love to too. Because they would they would go for a coach with a little bit of uh, you know, <laughs> sc- scummery, no doubt. And what? he needs a place that would would take him, that has that kind of championship potential. It would be a match made in heaven.
0: Yeah, well, I'm saying, okay, if they can't uh, if they if they really wanted Kevin Steele, which apparently is like that's who they wanted originally, Kevin Steele's yeah. resume as an assistant's fantastic, but as a head coach, uh he's nine and thirty seven. <laughs> a head scratch. <laughs> it's very Mike Loxley. like. Um, I don't Agreed. know, uh, but yeah, I would think Urban Meyer would be Urban Meyer or bust. <laughs> Urban Meyer or bust. Get um, on that. Uh, that would make on that it so
1: great because you have the Meyer Saban rivalry. Oh my gosh! I mean, Saban's got to be hanging it up, but talk about like something that might keep him in the game a little bit longer.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. But remember the history there. That what Meyer wanted to be a GA with him? Where was that at? uh, at Akron. There was something uh, happened where. Where was that? Kent. Where? 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 Where was he? He was at Toledo. Toledo, But something happened where he was like Saban denied him. It's like (laughs) this is a this is a a rivalry that goes on for a while. There's something that happened in the nineties. Yeah. Their (laughs) twenties. Yeah. Where where (laughs) he wanted to be a GA and he basically told him no. Um, I forget the specifics, but something too. Consider that would make this rivalry fantastic. Oh, that'd be fun, man. That would be really fun. I got to talk a little bit more, uh, coaching news. Um, Michigan has hired, or I'm sorry, well, first, Josh Gaddis left to the University of Miami, Patty C. So Kevin Steele went to Miami the week before. <laughs> they might have to hire a defensive coordinator in a week if Kevin <laughs> Steele goes to Auburn, which would be his <laughs> fifth job in 12 months. Unfucking believable. But, um, Gaddis goes to Miami. What do you make of uh, of that move?
1: Well, um, I think it's probably a good move. We we talked. I mean, are you talking about for Miami or for Gaddis? Yes,
0: for Miami or both.
1: Uh, I think it's got potential. I think Gaddis is a a good coordinator. I think the offense was working. Um, Obviously, you kind of have to wonder if he's going to develop an elite quarterback, just because that wasn't happening at Michigan. Although. Um, it was better this year. But I think like we mentioned before, you don't necessarily want to go all, all out spread. And I think the influence that Harbaugh had on him to like, you know, learn the run game a little more means that he's going to bring that pro style offense to Miami, which is what obviously all their glory years is what they ran. So it's probably a nice fit, especially with crystal ball being a, a run heavy guy. It's a, it's a, it's a mental fit there.
0: Yeah. And Gaddis, I guess, uh, texted. uh, I think a player saying, unfortunately the past few weeks has told a different story to me about the very little appreciation I have here from, from administration in life. I would never advise anyone to be where they are not wanted. Um, It's a pretty strong words there. It's like, I'm one that thinks Gaddis now it's going to be interesting to see what he learned from Harbaugh. But I also think when I watch Josh Gaddis I thought Michigan's offenses were very hardball like, especially this past year. So yeah. it, in their most successful season, it didn't seem like Josh Gaddis was the OC. Now I'm not knocking him. I think he still might be a good coach, but I think the jury's still out for me. I agree. I agree completely. I mean, he
1: brought in a more spread. Uh, where, where was Gaddis before him? Alabama, blank. Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Okay. So he, he brought in kind of a, a more of a spread feel Obviously, the personnel was geared toward what Harbaugh had been doing, which is ground ground based, and so maybe he just didn't have his guys. Obviously, having Saban's guys makes your life easy running the spread or whatever offense you want to run. But um, I think that uh, yeah, jury's jury's very much out on on what he'll be. But the fact that they were successful, I, I don't think it's a bad hire.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, then Michigan goes and gets sh- they're gonna have two, they hired two offensive coordinators, Sharon Moore. And Matt Weiss are going to be their offensive coordinators, um, and then their defense coordinator. Obviously, Mike McDonald went to the Baltimore Ravens, so Michigan hired Vanderbilt defensive coordinator Jesse Minter, uh, who was previously with the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know if any of those mean anything but to me. Like as long as Harbaugh is there, I feel like I, I, I'm going to trust the offense and the defense to be all right.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how different. I mean, supposedly McDonald. Uh, you know, and and this goes beyond my knowledge of football, but um, uh, Don Brown was very or multiple, they say on first and second down. And then uh, Mike McDonald was very um, multiple on third down. And so what, which one of those is preferable? Obviously both of them had uh, great coaching success, you know, during their 10 years at Michigan. So, um, I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, you got to figure that whoever's at Michigan has the defensive the talent there to do a good job. As long as this guy doesn't suck, they're well, going to be good. And
0: remember that Marquise Lenquist got hired by Buffalo late. He was a co defensive coordinator with McDonald. And McDonald then became the main one when Lenquist went to Buffalo after Leopold went to Kansas to right. the less miles to buy. That was in like May. So, uh, I don't know. I just
1: relatively think, little time. He he put a, a pretty dang good defense out there.
0: Uh, yeah. I just think, uh, I think, you know, we're probably overanalyzing this when we say, Oh, you know, Michigan's going to lose. I mean, I'm not knocking Gaddis or McDonald, but I just feel like they will be fine. Uh, and they'll probably win nine or 10 games.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a that's safe bet.
0: Yeah. So uh, that's the coaching front. Uh, before we get to our surprise teams and just talk a little bit about stuff, I want to uh, key in on uh, what gets us paid. Yes, the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Uh, WinBet's now live in uh, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and New York. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com to start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by thrive fantasy. Thrive fantasy has a hundred thousand dollars guaranteed contest for the big game. Plus a hundred percent instant deposit match at ThriveFantasy.com promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by stable Duel. Stable is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. All right. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry head over to stable dual.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by better fantasy, better fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasycom SGPN. That's better B E T T O R fantasy.com SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app and enter the free Super Bowl props contest for your chance to win hundred thousand dollars. You heard that correctly. One hundred thousand dollars. All right build your own bets for the big game. You know what I mean? I'm telling you get that paper folks, it's free to enter. You got no fucking excuses. None. I get that bag. I want that pilot. Uh, Okay. Patty C I know it's February, but signing days officially come and gone schedules for the power five are all out. We are waiting for the group of five, which in the coming weeks. I believe in the next three or four weeks will be announced. And then we move on from there, but I'm just curious right now, what teams like if, if you, uh, I don't know, let's say you're on a flight and you find out the person next to you is a college football fan. You say, and he goes, what, 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 should, what team should I look out for this year? You know, what teams are, what's the most compelling stories in college football this year? Some surprise teams. Um, I'm curious what what you think. Um and and I know that this is kind of on a whim. we haven't done much research because hey, I wanna see the transfer portal still well, I guess that's gonna be going all the way until August, but uh I'm this cu- is a February check in. We're a couple yeah. of
1: weeks removed from the national championship. It's deep
0: look ahead season. Invitational year. championship. Invitational there you go. <laughs> Thank um, <man. laughs> Um but uh out the gate I know one that is is that you're going to want to watch and that's Jackson State. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, I mean they Where, they're, where would you put like? them on on the on the on the rankings of like most interesting teams coming into
1: 2022? Um They got to be top 10.
0: I would think so top, too, right?
1: Yeah, I mean just uh, what I want to see, uh, I'm not sold on Shadur Sanders yet. Obviously, uh, you know, FCS freshman of the year and Dion Sanders, FCS coach of the year, that alone should make you interested in the team, uh, let alone obviously all the players they brought in, but especially I want to see Travis Hunter. And if he is able to play on both sides of the football, and if we are going to see, you know, if he lives up to the hype, if he's a completely elite player on both sides of the ball playing against FCS competition, that's going to be amazing to watch.
0: Yeah and I mean so so Jackson State lands a top 60 recruiting class but guess who got a top 80 recruiting class the Campbell Camels charting at number 2 what? in the FCS yes Mike Minter is the head coach former Nebraska Cornhusker former Carolina Panther and I think Green Bay Packer if my memory serves me correct um they landed a top 80 recruiting class and they were they were, they were in position to be number one before Travis Hunter. Um he, he flipped two different players, one from Florida, one from Arkansas. That's fucking you're, you're insane.
1: N- number one in the FCS, I'm guessing you're saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In the FCS. Okay. But I'm saying they charted it. Dude, they're ahead of like uh, a bunch of power for the, they have a better recruiting class than Syracuse. That's unbelievable. Jackson Campbell. State. Jackson State's way better than those, but Campbell is is charting coming in at like what I think number seventy six. If memory serves me correct, crazy. That's crazy, insane. But uh, uh, we were given shine to Jackson State. I gotta say, I gotta give some shine to the Campbell Camels. All right, there you go. Give it up to the Camels. Well,
1: you know what I want to see with the uh, Jackson State thing? I was watching a documentary about HBCU football and. uh, they were showing like back in, I want to say like the sixties, right before integration, like HBCU football had become like really huge. And you'd have these super talented players that obviously, you know, that tradition continued into the NFL with like the likes of Walter Payton, Jerry rice. But just prior to that, prior to integration, they were really like competitive and the crowds were massive and almost all black crowds. It's like, kind of something that you don't see in our society and i think it would be pretty cool not that i care one way or another but whatever it's it's no, actually pretty cool no i think
0: it'd be cool. fantastic man i uh, come on who care i like who gives a fuck who this, what color the skin is like to me like it, i well, would just love gotta to know see that, jackson you know, state be great
1: yes i think that would be awesome but uh, you got you got to know there's going to be that much more pride in the hbcu yeah, schools yeah. Well, yeah walter
0: payton by the way wasn't offered a scholarship anywhere but Jackson State and Kansas State. And Kansas State was atrocious back then. So, yeah. he chose Jackson State to stay at home. That's
1: that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I, I saw something about that. Apparently, he was a little too big of like a, a showboat or something, and it's like Walter Payton ended up being like he has the uh Walter Payton Man of the Year award named after him yeah, in the NFL. Yeah. Like the best that's guy
0: <laughs> clearly race talking there because just yeah, a, that's a just bit. a crock of shit. Well, it, it's because of his running style. I think they thought he was high stepping and stuff. You know, like he had this awkward kind of running style that was just amazing.
1: Yeah. He just looks flashy while he's running. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's probably what it was. And they're like thinking, Oh, he's going to destroy the game of football <laughs> fucking assholes. Um, all right. Well, let's, let's, let's take a look into uh, so what do you think aside from Jackson state and the FCS? When it comes to the FBS, do you have any team? I mean, what do you think? Like, uh, is it is it Georgia's repeat? Is uh, you know Stetson Bennett's back? Is it uh, can Matt Campbell and Iowa State continue on this journey? How will Oklahoma do and LSU do in year one? Uh, Mario Cristobal did he uh, did he reinvent uh, or did he bring back? Uh, the magic to South Florida, or is it Lincoln? Right? Like, what are some of the big ones that, that you were just so curious to see? Is it wake forest and Dave Clawson? Can they go to another ACC championship? Um, what, 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 what's Patty C's top, uh, you know, stories that you're just very interested in. is, it, is it Tony Elliott in Virginia just cause you're a Wahoos guy? <laughs> well, I'm certainly interested in that, but Tony Elliott sounds know, like a NASCAR driver, by the way, he does. I think he might be a NASCAR driver. Okay. So that's probably <laughs> where
1: that comes from. <laughs> um, I mean, right off the top of my head, Ohio state, CJ Stroud, the, ga- uh, the, the game is in um, Columbus this year. And let's see, uh, obviously Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, Ryan Day with revenge on the mind, or can Harbaugh get a second in a row? And that either way, it's but not, really a They Harbaugh, are gonna
0: whoop their ass in Columbus, dude.
1: I know with Harbaugh replacing two coordinators, you well, have to. Well and that fix-
0: whole defensive line, I don't even think it's the coordinators. I think they lost key pieces on that defense and yeah, I don't know. I just, Ohio
1: state still gave up 45 points to Utah. That, that defense is still not fair.
0: They went out. No, but they got a great defensive coordinator Jim Knowles from Oklahoma state who had a money defense last year. That's true. They
1: were great on defense. So uh,
0: assuming there's an improvement. Yes. Ohio state strikes me as at
1: least a likely playoff team, if not a national championship. That's every year though. I
0: mean, I I get it. You, you were intrigued by the rivalry there. I don't think it's one of the Jews, like to me, like, Number one to me is Brian Kelly at LSU.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny that he has kind of accepted who he is, and that he's not going to fit in, and that he can like that he was like the most tight ass dude at Notre Dame, and now it seems like he's completely loosened up and just like you know he's having fun, which is not his thing. <laughs> so it, it's kind of that, that is
0: the most interesting storyline I think in college football coming into the season. I know people want to say Texas A and M. Look, Texas A&M. In my opinion, they're going to go eight and four every year. All right, maybe nine and three. I don't care how many number one recruiting classes they get. I don't buy it. They, they, the fact that they were even close with Colorado losing actually ninety nine percent of that game last year was You're enough. not buying A&M at this point. Fuck no. Fuck no. After last year, I thought that was a gimmick team last year.
1: I, yeah, I mean what's their quarterback situation looking like? They this got,
0: Brad, they got Brad Johnson's son transferring in from
1: uh, mm, yeah, that's, that's a liability.
0: Let's, I mean the schedule though is interesting. I mean the first off they have a ton of home games again, do they only play no fucking way. Don't tell me two years in a row. They only have four away games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's incredible.
1: Well, you know, a and M is going to do anything in their power to, you know, manipulate things in their favor. Um, that's not surprising at all. You know, a big game against Miami who could have a decent year of Chris. I mean, that could be a
0: nice little a non-conference. Well, actually uh, like, in the cab. I'll give them some credit. Uh It's just bullshit. I mean, I'll give them some credit for Sam Houston state and, and Appalachian state Yeah, because sure. uh, Sam Houston state, you know, FCS playoff team won the national championship two years ago. Um, no, I expect them to roll Sam Houston state, but I think app state can give them a game. I think Miami can give them a Not game in college station. What app state? Yeah. What makes you, th- I mean, I don't know what you, what makes you think a M is just so good. You go back and look at last year's schedule. Like I said, beating Colorado, 10 to They've seven just
1: been building. They just be seem like they're becoming more legit over the last two years. they have a, a a great season two years ago. Granted, during COVID, that's so, what I'm saying. That was like, yeah. And then last year they beat Alabama in a, an amazing game. But they yeah. lost
0: to they lost to LSU. They uh they LSU was not good last year. Sure, they're still they're they lost still not to there. Arkansas with Sam Pittman in year two. Um, they lost yeah. to Mike Leach in College Station.
1: Uh, look, I'm not saying they're there yet. I'm just saying they're more there than they were. Whereas before it was like a, a lock that they were losing, you know, four games. It I don't know. Like someone took them.
0: What didn't someone take them to like 12 and one or something like that?
1: I think he got him to like 11 and two.
0: Yeah. Until Jimbo does that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I True. look at this schedule. Okay. Sam Houston should be a win. App state should be a win. I do think app state will play that game close though. Um, Miami will be a win. Cause I'm not buying the crystal. I think Jimbo is a much better coach than crystal the neutral site game against Arkansas. I think that can go either way. I'd actually favor Arkansas in my opinion. Mm. Okay. Um, Then at Mississippi state, I think that's going to be a loss at Alabama and that's Mississippi state catches them in such a great spot. They, uh, hey, at least A&M has back-to-back road games this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, they kind of have three if you don't count that by um, in the middle.
0: Well, I don't know. It's Arlington, Texas. I mean.
1: Well, I'm talking about South Carolina after the buy, but oh, oh, I got uh, you. Yeah, that's a tough stretch right there. They do not play at home for you know a four game straight stretch. So you figure a loss or two in there, especially with Alabama being one of them. Um, I, I don't know. You're right. I think the schedule is too tough to you, to. you got
0: them beating UMass on uh, the the 19th. <laughs> Gotta like that on the second <laughs> to last weekend of the year. Good job. Good job. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I just, I think to me, the, the LSU is, is the, is the storyline that I, I, I would put just number one, because it's fucking hilarious. All these videos that, that halftime speech uh, with the family, I, I want to be, I want you to be part of my family. <laughs> Sounded like a fucking politician. Um, LSU schedule is uh, well, at least at a conference. I get, it's much easier than, than a and Florida state, Southern New Mexico. What does New Mexico play the whole SEC? It's not state anymore, it's it's New Mexico. And then UAB. Uh so Brian Kelly's first away games will be damn, he doesn't play an away game until October first. Uh at Auburn, at Florida, at Arkansas, at A and M. Damn, that's a tough well, that's a tough road schedule right there. Yeah. Uh, They're gonna have a rough year. Um what about uh what what other uh you got any other teams uh I mean I to me Brian Kelly number 1 I think you got to have Lincoln Riley somewhere in the top 10 because oh, yeah, yeah oh, c- getting Caleb Williams and then how fast can SC uh, can USC put it together I mean let's take a peek at that
1: schedule because if they get a fast start then the hype in uh, Southern California is going to be huge and when they get good crowds with real hype then they become dangerous uh, they pop, pop it off with rice. That's a win at home. They go to Stanford week two. They're going to take an L probably there.
0: I don't know. I mean, Stanford does play them weird. Stanford beat them last year at the Coliseum. I feel like that's a low key game that people always forget about. They're like, Oh, they're going to beat Stanford. Stanford fucks with USC. That's an old rivalry. They, they, they just fuck with them. Yeah. Um, so
1: uh, if they can get through that one though, then you know the the trip to Oregon State is obviously dangerous, but you got to figure Lincoln Riley's got the chops to.
0: But he always loses games in the regular season, not to the likes
1: of Oregon State. What do you mean? But oh, I guess they
0: do you, they lose out of Iowa State in, in Matt Campbell's first year when they were like three and eight, three uh, and nine, K State and Claman's first year. You know. Okay. Okay. I could see them losing in Corvallis. Yeah, I could too. Um, oh, it's October fifteenth. The loss though.
1: Yeah, they're they're losing in Salt Lake City. It's probably he's probably gonna have like a four loss year year one, if not more, because the Pac-12's decently tough, and they got Notre Dame in, in the non-conference. Maybe seven and five, maybe eight and four. But if he somehow manages to get out to five and zero going into uh, Salt Lake City, if he comes back from Salt Lake City undefeated, that's when the hype train's
0: gonna go insane. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um... That's a nice schedule though. I don't see any back-to-back away games. Hmm. Hey, the new commissioner Klavikov coming in saying, Whoa, 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 <laughs> Let's stop being fucking crazy here. Um, yeah. I think that's one of the best storylines. Uh, what about a big 10? So you go Ohio state, I would say like to me, it's probably if I actually had to, to g- say a big 10 narrative that I'm really excited for uh, to watch it, would either be Michigan state or Nebraska to me.
1: Yeah, Mark Whipple. Let's we'll see if he can make the yeah. difference. And that Michigan they need. State,
0: were they actually legit, or did that schedule just break nice for them last year?
1: That's true. Mel Tucker had a
0: hell of a season last yeah. year. Yeah, that is where we're gonna find out. Like if the if it's a real deal or just uh, because part of me thinks every year you get like a couple teams that you know have a great season. Iowa State was one where everyone said, "Oh, they're preseason top ten last year." They end up seven and five. Now I think Matt Campbell did a good job. But I also think they were misrepresented in there. Uh, I mean, I, I I was all over the under with yeah. Iowa State. Um, now that was
1: a ball buster schedule for sure.
0: But at the same time, my point is is that the year before, there's certain teams. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's uh, you could use this example for Wake Forest or uh, Pitt last year. The schedule breaks nice for them. Miami the year two years ago when they when uh, Manny Diaz. Where they the schedule just broke really nice for them Pitts starting quarterback was injured at Miami they kept yeah. playing backup quarterback so you look at that record and you're like hey they went nine or, they won nine or ten games yeah and things broke right
1: for them whereas you know this year things broke wrong with them a bunch of close losses if things broke right and you know the schedule breaks right then all of a sudden you're, you're looking at a 10 women season that could be the case for I mean obviously Michigan State that wouldn't be so big of a surprise but get granted that they did it last year but Nebraska with all those close losses they've had, yeah. You know, if Mark Whipple makes a little bit of a difference that can make a lot of a difference in wins and losses
0: agreed, agreed. Cause I actually thought the Nebraska defense was, was actually decent last year. Um, so I look at Michigan State's schedule they bought out of a Boise state game, by the way, classic, classic mm. move there and they replaced it with Akron. So nice. uh, week one, they're getting Western Michigan and they're getting Akron. They're at Washington. They're home to Minnesota. See, this is what I mean though. I think they could beat Washington. It's DeBauer's first year, but at the same time, they also could lose that. That stadium gets, gets pretty, you know, electric. The, I could see them losing to Minnesota Row The boat.
1: Yeah. I, Getting that at home though is huge.
0: Yeah. Then they're at Maryland. I, I think they'll probably win that one, but then uh, Ohio state and Wisconsin at home, they could lose those. Uh, what, what, I mean, this is a great schedule. I mean, no, that's tough though. Ohio
1: state, Wisconsin and Michigan in three straight games. Granted, there's a bye week in there, but still that's, yeah. a, that's that's the three best teams in the big 10 right in a row. Um,
0: uh, that's brutal. I will might say something about that. They oh, did yeah, represent true. the uh, big 10 West buddy. True, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then they got to play. So they have road games though, of what at Washington at Maryland, at Michigan, at Illinois, at Penn state,
1: <laughs> that's a hard schedule. I'm willing to give them a pass on some of their, not, I mean, they only have uh, three non-conference games, three non-conference they games. Went, and ones in Seattle. Yeah. That's a hard schedule.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, I think there's a chance I'm going to be smashing the under I, the, the overs and unders aren't out yet for win totals, but I do think I might be smashing the under on the Spartans. Cause when you, when you look at last year, first off that Michigan game, Michigan statistically should have won that game. Yeah. Like yeah, uh, if you put those stats up and, and enter that thing into a computer where they uh, I think you'd have a, a very high chance that Michigan would have won that game. Um, they also won beat Indiana by five. They won an overtime against Nebraska. They they beat Miami. Now the score was deceiving. They won by twenty-one. Um, but that the was a close game. The or yeah, or late yeah. third at
1: least. Uh Penn State, they beat by three.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you. I think they're that's gonna be a storyline to keep an eye on. Is is that for real or is this bullshit? We will see with the Spartans, um,
1: especially when you consider some of the wins that they had last year: Northwestern, Youngstown State, uh, uh, Western Kentucky, Rutgers. I mean, Indiana, Nebraska, Maryland. We're not. They even lost to Purdue. Yeah. Their only really impressive wins were Michigan, Penn State, and then Pitt. They finished strong. I mean, you have to give them credit.
0: Well, Pitt. Kenny Pickett didn't play.
1: That's true. That's true. And,
0: <laughs> and like uh, they're starting corner and uh, like Pitt didn't have a bunch of players and wasn't play.
1: Pitt up big in that game yeah. and then yeah. blew it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I don't know. Jury's
0: out, but 11 and two is 11 at two. So, but I, I, the, the, I think the, the, the interesting storyline is that can they maintain it? It's like with a year with Mark ripped, ripped at Miami. He told you one of those yeah. years they won 10 games and I go, man, that was a bullshit 10 wins though. Yeah. I wonder if that will be the case with Michigan State. We'll find out. And I wonder, obviously Scott Frost, the pressure on him, um, huge year for him. Um, uh, What about Big Twelve? Big Twelve, Baylor. Is it Baylor? And what Dave Aranda is building your your (sighs) flag plant? (laughs) I mean, I feel like Baylor has
1: kind of hit its ceiling. What they just did in winning the Sugar Bowl is as far as I can see them going twelve and two.
0: I don't know, buddy. They almost won the. Uh, they almost, yeah, they
1: almost went play to the yeah. playoffs two years ago or three years ago, whatever it was. This
0: past year, they weren't that far off.
1: Yeah, they were. Yeah, especially if way. you're
0: talking expansion, they would have been in this year.
1: Yeah, that's true. No, they were, no. Who was an inch away? Oklahoma State was an inch away this year.
0: No, but I'm saying they would have went if they was if it was eight teams, they would have been in. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because they won the Big Twelve. Absolutely. Um, but that's uh, a Aran- is mean, only in year two. Yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. I mean, look, who am I to say that Baylor can't take the next step? It's just I need to see something in recruiting. You know, the, generally speaking, you don't take the next step until your recruiting takes the next step, and that hasn't happened for them yet. So, um,
0: so you don't think last year was the next step? Well,
1: what I'm saying is, I think last year they pretty much maximized what they're able to do with the talent that they have. I think if they had gotten to the playoff they would probably get smacked, but
0: I think probably because their in inconsistency is a quarterback. If they get the, if they could add a quarterback that was actually pretty good. That's true. I think that they could be a, a really good team because I think their defense is legit. I yeah, mean, if they had gotten their hands on Spencer Rattler or uh, Caleb Williams. Dude, yeah. their two losses were com- by a combined total of 12 points.
1: It's true. That's true. They play tough, man. They're not a bullshit team.
0: That, well, so I mean, what do you think? What, I mean, I don't know. Iowa State is—is is that one that we throw in there for the most in, one of the more interesting teams in the Big Twelve? Or are you going Texas with uh, Sarkeesian bringing in? I think that? you
1: got to throw both of them in there as interesting teams to keep an eye on.
0: Um, ACC, what are you doing?
1: I mean, again, what constitutes uh, an impressive season? Well, whatever, whatever
0: my- to you, you know what I mean.
1: I want to keep my eye on Florida state and Miami always just because you know, they have that potential. I don't think Florida state necessarily has it now, but I think Florida state has the potential to develop into a nine win team, you know, overnight um, if things break their way. So that would be a a big development for the ACC and for them at this time.
0: At this time next year, will Mike Norvell be the head coach of Florida state?
1: If they win nine games, he will be. They're not gonna
0: win. Fucking Florida State. That's a (laughs) talk about a big jump. They haven't won. They They haven't sniffed nine games since what? Five years ago? Six years ago? Probably.
1: But let me see what they did in uh, because I feel like last year they had some decently close games. Um, but I could be mistaken. Well,
0: yeah, they lost in a hail mary to Jacksonville State. I remember that. Lost in
1: overtime to a good Notre Dame team. Lost by a touchdown to Jack to Louisville. Uh, That's a bad lost, team, though, dude. <laughs> lost at Clemson in a game that you know I didn't watch as much as you did, but you said they were in control of for the most part. Uh, Clemson
0: won ten games last year, um, but at the same time, they beat Syracuse by three, uh, and they're, they're, Miami by three, and Boston oh yeah, College. They only by lost three. to
1: Florida by three. Like they they did beat Miami last year, who won what eight games? Like they're not that bad. Uh, they need to improve you know, they need to get significantly better to win, you know, but if they do but get, my
0: thing is if you're doing that with how bad the ACC was last year, now I, I'm not saying they've, they've turned a, a big page or something this year, but I do think, I do think at some point, North Carolina's recruiting classes got to start. They got to be North Carolina has got to be better than what they were. Um, if you're buying into the crystal ball thing, I kind of think crystal Ball's is the same guy as Randy Diaz, but maybe if, if the Could hype be. is true, then Miami's going to get better. Will Clemson be better than they were last year? I'd say probably, yeah. um, uh, Almost certainly some of these other teams gotta get, you would think Virginia tech's gotta be better. You gotta think, you know, uh, I do not think Virginia tech
1: necessarily has to be better. I think Virginia tech is like,
0: my my point yeah. is if you couldn't win eight or nine games in the in ACC, I, I, I have strong concerns for you moving forward. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, it's not that the ACC
1: is just a full of Vanderbilts and Dukes. You know, there are a bunch of like mediocre teams that, you know, have the potential to win a game against a decent team every now and then most of those teams have that potential. They're just inconsistent. Florida state should be far more consistent as a, as an elite team than that. Then obviously they have been in the past, but they're not right now. I don't know, dude. All I'm saying is I look
0: at their schedule and I see, six and six. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not All trying right. to be mean. I'm being serious. Okay. I got sure. them I got them beating Duquesne in week zero. Yeah. Uh, then they play LSU. I think LSU, Brian Kelly will beat them again. Probably that's in new Orleans, man. Yes. That's going gonna... to L- what did LSU do last year? They sucked no, anyway, but they got Brian Kelly.
1: It's his first year. Uh, but, but his yes. first
0: year he's w- he's better than norvell and he's more talent he's got a more talented team
1: yes agreed uh, I would favor lSU for those reasons and, in New Orleans and then definitely. they
0: have a bye week they're at Louisville I would probably give that to Louisville it's kind of a 5050 game but it's at Louisville yeah. they have a a senior quarterback it's a 5050 game I wouldn't surprise it wouldn't shock me if they won this one <laughs> but they lost last year <laughs> Louisville was pretty bad last year they, I feel like Louisville's got to be better this year um then they're home to BC. I think BC could beat them. Jerkovic is back. I think that's a winnable game for BC. Wake Forest returns almost everybody. Sam Hartman's back. It's a dangerous game, but it's in uh, Tallahassee. I, I You think they? To me, they could lose all three of those. Now I, I don't think they will lose all three of them, but I do think they're going to go one and two in that stretch.
1: I am just saying, look, Florida State is seven years removed from a national championship. Maybe eight I at was this a, point.
0: That was a gimmick national championship.
1: Either way, they were having a pretty solid run for a few years under Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, agreed, agreed. But I he he
0: left, the whole house was on fire, and he goes, "You know what? I think I, think I got to move along."
1: <laughs> I agree, but I think you know, if some coach has to turn it around. There are just too many resources at Florida State for coaches well, to continuously I think, squander.
0: I think you you start to turn it around when you get a six and six season right here
1: maybe, maybe, or maybe things break right. And you end up nine and three. All I'm saying is the talent. If I go to 24, seven sports and I find Florida state, uh, then I'm going to guess that their recruiting classes have been top 20 for each of the
0: last four years, Yeah, which to me, which is, this makes me not buy in though (laughs) that, that, that means it's fixed. I think because I've seen their offensive line play over the past four years, actually I. I'm uh, incorrect. They were 23
1: uh, two years ago. So maybe they're not quite as talented as. Uh, yeah, they're, they're actually not. Last three years, 18, 23, 20. And then four years ago, if I keep going back, uh, number 11. So a little bit better. But, but the they, question they is faded how in.
0: many players are even still there? <laughs> when That's you have coaching too. turnover, transfers happen. And they had Taggart and then they hired Norvell. I have no idea. The amount of players that are still there. I'm sure they might have that someone will have this information, but I'm saying I to me, like they don't pass the eye test. Their offensive line has been awful over the past five years.
1: I don't know, dude. It's still Florida state to me. Who's so. the last
0: explosive player. Do you remember at, at Florida state?
1: Oh gosh. I'm sure they had someone. Um, Probably been a while. I, I mean, uh, Cam Akers is in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, no, I would uh, say it's got to be him. But there's not many.
1: Yeah, I'm sure if I looked into it, there'd probably be a few more. But right off the top of my head, yeah, they're not they're not uh, jumping out there,
0: dude. I look at that schedule. You, they have a they have away games basically at LSU, at Louisville, at NC State, at Miami, at Syracuse. The dome is actually sneaky tough. I wouldn't be surprised if they go winless in those. <laughs>
1: This is Florida State. Come on, dude.
0: They lost to Jacksonville
1: State last year, Pat. Your inner hater is 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 strong. They also almost beat Notre Dame. They took Notre Dame to overtime. So did Toledo. Who who Notre Dame, right, what went eleven and one. But
0: you realize Toledo was beating Notre Dame with a minute left in South Bend. Okay. The very next week, by the way. (laughs) The very next week. And Jacksonville State was five and six in the FCS. Well, look, you asked me who I was interested in the ACC. <laughs> uh, you try to sell us this Florida State bucket every fucking year. <laughs> I can't wait to see the win total. I'm going to be on the under on that.
1: Well, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm still uh, traumatized from the, the '90s. You know, being a uh, Virginia football fan. So the longer that Florida State loses, the happier I become. But uh, I just have my doubts that that will keep, continue.
0: I mean, I'm just saying, where are the wins? And they—they, I mean, I'll say this. Let me tell you where the wins are. Okay, a regular Florida State team, a
1: Florida State team that has a coach that coaches them up to their talent level. Who are they more talented in on their schedule? Duquesne, yes. LSU, no. Louisville, yes. Boston College, yes. Wake Forest, yes. North Carolina State, yes. No. Clemson, no, no, no,
0: no, no. no. NC State's been recruiting really good with Dorn over the past few years.
1: I still don't think there is a head of. Uh, but Doran is
0: a good coach.
1: Okay, what I'm saying though <laughs> yeah. is, you're asking me where the wins are coming from. Say Norvell actually turns out to be a decent coach, then they should win basically all these freaking
0: games. I uh, I can't wait to get. Is it August? Get me to fucking August, <laughs> um, because <laughs> I, I look at this and I say, man, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'll give them like Georgia Tech. They'll beat Duquesne, Georgia Tech. Give me the Boston College one as a win. I think they might lose every other game on the schedule.
1: I remember when you told me you guys laughed hysterically at the concept of Florida State being competitive against Notre Dame in Week One, and you wrote me all off season last year? And what happened? They you still know?
0: lost. They found the way to lose like they've been doing the past five okay, years. But no one was reading
1: a book in the stands in that game.
0: Well, so look, they they were the, after the Jacksonville State game the very next week. <laughs> <laughs> or how about what Wake Forest beat them thirty five to fourteen last year? You're just gonna go ahead and say that re- Wake Force returns everybody. You're yeah, Wake
1: Forest would probably beat him. Wake Forest would probably beat him this year. So
0: okay. All right. Well, anyway, let's let's move <laughs> on from the Seminoles. Who else is there that uh I uh, uh, yeah, I gotta mention my guy Mike Leach. Year th- year three. Year three in Starkville. Now, normally it's year four that they turn it. Traditionally, when you look at Texas Tech and Wazzu, but year three they start to get I mean, he he actually showed improvement this past year, but I, 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 I kind of think like, okay, seven and I five, make sure you're four. just not
1: trying to buy Mike Leach a little more time. Cause I feel like it has been year three. I think at Wazzu it was year four, Texas tech, seven and six, seven and five, nine and five year three. Okay. What was he and year it four, took, Uh, eight and five. Okay. So it, okay. He kind
0: of maintained
1: nine or eight, eight or nine wins for like six years straight before he finally broke through to 11 and two. Okay. At, and maybe that's, Texas maybe tech. that's
0: what he would have to do in the sec.
1: Who knows? Um, You're right. It was year four at wazoo though. It, yeah. It, and then, so maybe we need two more years, especially cause he's got a young quarterback who we should
0: have for at least two more years. He's, he's a, he's going to be a sophomore this year.
1: Yeah. So presumably three more years.
0: Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see, but I, that's always one that's in, that interests me. Um, any, any, uh, anyone else in the pack 12 or the the, the group of five, perhaps you—is uh, it Cincinnati? I mean, after
1: Utah, you have to like after the Rose Bowl, you have to consider them pretty legit. Well, they were the one know? of the
0: one one of the youngest teams in the country last year. Ooh, so
1: man, man, that would be a, a huge development for the Pac-12 to get an elite kind of.
0: Well, they they got to they got to play each other though. Who does? I'm saying the Pac-12 needs like they need a team in the north to step up.
1: That's true, but even still, like. Just having, I mean, the 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 SEC is the SCC because if one year's having, if one is having a down t- year, the other team's having an up year. You know, you need to have a couple in each division that are pushing for the championship. So, Pac-12 yeah. has traditionally only had Oregon and USC at their best. Well, Washington made, made the playoff. That's true. Yeah. Washington, when they were, you know, that was a, a big development for them. So, if they could have another one in the South, yeah, look out. Um, Group of Five is it your Bearcats? Hmm tempted to say there's a potential for a, a step back this year, but I do think that they're looking at another ten win season probably.
0: What about Malzon at Florida uh, UCF?
1: <sighs> Jury's out. Jury's out. Need to see more.
0: Yeah, I got East Carolina as my number one most interesting team. I got a feeling they could go twelve and 0 next year.
1: Well, there is a new team in the FBS next year that uh you know in their most recent game against east carolina did shellack them by about 21 points that's jmu what
0: does that stand for
1: uh what jmu yeah jumbo massive <laughs> uterus <laughs> which is the male organ uh, okay. what, is, what does it really stand for though uh, james madison university who's her who's her who's J- <laughs> oh you you doing that you're going to call a, a
0: founding father a woman Founding Uh, father, buddy. I'm excited to see JMU too, and 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 Sam Houston State. I think what next year? Let's do it. Um, look, uh, we're gonna have a lot more college football talk. Ask you this one more thing:
1: these independents, Notre Dame, BYU, Army.
0: Does Notre Dame take a step forward with uh, Marcus Freeman? Well, recruiting wise, they are. He's doing what Kelly couldn't do. BYU, yes, Sataki. I'm sold on. I am sold on Sataki. Uh, I order that dish every time I get sushi as an appetizer. Um, and then uh Army and Navy. i no, not Navy. Army, uh, well, just Army, right? Actually Liberty. No, you know what? Don Brown's at UMass. I find that interesting.
1: And uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, was Jim it? Mora at UConn. At UConn. That's UConn, actually like...
0: what, dude, I am gonna smash that over. Give me that give me that one game. Give me one game. Go. This, they're gonna be my Kansas of this year, is UConn. There you go. Well, one thing I am
1: interested in is while uh, Notre Dame was, you know, really like kind of a rigid team. I guess Kelly started to have a little more fun toward the end with it, you know, and they loosened up and they were better because of it. But Marcus Freeman supposedly has like a really c- competition based practice style, you know, and the players love it. And th- a lot of players have said they love it. So maybe that's like an infectious thing that shows up on the football field. Something to watch.
0: Something to watch. Um, yeah, you're right, though. Leopold, year two, though. How did I not mention that? There you go. <laughs> can't can't uh, mention a uh, Kansas. Can't can't miss out on Kansas here. You know, Texas has to come to Lawrence this year. Can we get two in a row? Two in a row. <laughs> in the name of John Riggins and Gail Sayers. All right. There you go. Running back, you. Uh, all right, folks. If you can subscribe to the College Football Experience, we talk college football year round, and also remember it's it's late February or mid February. Um, Subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Daily episodes are happening over there, so subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Tell a friend, and also check out the USFL Gambling Podcast. We got the USFL kicking off April sixteenth. More football, football year round. Yes, we love it. And also, uh, remember check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. They got a, a setup at the Super Bowl Radio Row. They had a uh, Bill Romanowski on the show today. They got some more guests throughout the week, and. Uh, Gotta love what's happening. Uh, They're giving it. Well, get the, Get in the SGPN uh, Super Bowl Super Bowl prop special. Hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand dollars. Come on now. Uh, get the Sports Gambling Podcast. Get the SGPN app. Get all that good stuff. I'm on Twitter at dcolbd. Patty sees on Twitter Patty C eight, three, one, The College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and check out the slack channel sports gambling podcast as well. All right folks, this is the college football experience. Brian Harson at Auburn. And early 2022 look ahead, you better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. You come from